1: And welcome to What's Next Wall Street. If y'all could see what happens behind the scenes here. Nothing.
2: We're just boring people.
1: Yeah. I'm George Alfredis. And
2: I'm Dave Matthews, who's very boring. And this is a show about stocks, crypto, and the new centralized DeFi world of Web3 around us.
1: Okay. I get that. I've got details on all the hot new trending products that everybody is not only talking about, but they're using it. They're investing in. And today, I want to talk about shopping, to be fair. I don't want to talk about shopping i just want to shop mm-hmm. i just want to do it every day but today i'm talking about shopify
2: and i'm going to talk about the latest nso hacks that we've learned about and what this means as a modern watergate scandal
1: ooh so we've got greg rouse lead instructor at optionsplayers.com as our expert greg charts a lot of these companies that we talk about and those chart indicators can show where a particular stock is headed so that it's easier to target investment potential so what greg does is combine technical analysis with fundamental knowledge and Greg leads this new super cool live interactive trading service over at OptionsPlayers.com. Last I heard they were like 90% on trade. So that's
2: pretty cool. That's pretty incredible. Well, our goal of this show is to provide you with education, information and tips to help you become an informed trader with a tailored trade plan that's specific for you. So you can stay up to speed with what's next on Wall Street and stack some financial gains.
1: That's it. You can email us at optionsplayers.com or you can get at us at social media at what's next Wall Street with your questions. We can also direct you to instructions and experts over at optionsplayers.com who dig into trading fundamentals.
2: You can watch this episode on the optionsplayers.com YouTube channel. Or listen to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your silly podcasts.
1: Yeah, so whether you're listening to the silly podcast or <laughs> watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and hit the alert button so that you always know what's next on Wall Street. And if you like it, we'll take five stars, por favor. Chao. Cinco estrellas, por favor. Estrellas, estrellas, por favor. Okay.
2: So Georgia, Apple CEO Tim Cook says proposed antitrust regulation would hurt iPhone users. Cook warned that policy changes in the U.S. and Europe could cause privacy and security issues for the iPhone. He told a global privacy summit in Washington, D.C. recently that there are too many risks involved to allow iPhone users the option of installing apps from the Internet. Cook cited reports of malicious apps on Android as an example. So Apple currently does not allow iPhone users to download apps from the internet, a practice called sideloading. You have to go through the iTunes store. Now tune in later in the show to hear how the NSO group has circumvented the security of the iPhone to sideload apps and see what is happening on a device that knows everything about
3: you.
1: Mm. President Biden is pitching homegrown biofuels as a way to lower gas prices. You know, when I think homegrown biofuels, I immediately picture a guy on the side of the road, wearing overalls with a piece of hay between his teeth, selling gasoline like his peaches. Am, am I the only <laughs> one? I don't know. Yes. Uh, White House officials say E15 gas, which uses 15% ethanol, can shave 10% or actually 10 cents off a gallon of gas at more than 2,000 stations around the US. So, as it stands now, AAA puts the nationwide average for a gallon of regular at four dollars and eight cents of course that price changes daily heck hourly minute i mean i don't know
2: uh well let's get ready to rumble (laughs) crypto is coming to the ufc fighters are participating in pay-per-view events and they're eligible for fan-based bonuses in bitcoin wow now fans nationwide can vote online for the top three ufc fighters to win bonuses of cryptocurrency Now, Bitcoin payouts start at $30,000 for first place, $20,000 for second place, with the third-place fighter getting $10,000 and probably some silly NFT. Not to be outdone, the Dallas Cowboys are partnering up with Blockchain.com in what's believed to be the first crypto deal for an NFL team. Team owner Jerry Jones says Blockchain.com will become the team's exclusive digital asset partner with branding and advertising opportunities. See what I mean? NFTs. CEO Peter Smith says the Cowboys' popularity and value were reasons for the decision.
1: Well, I money, mean, money, money, money. The Cowboys money. are America's team. And our opinion, of course, has nothing to do with the fact that we're, what, about seven minutes from uh, maybe a seven minute drive from the 91 acre Dallas Cowboys' uh, world headquarters and practice facility in Frisco, Texas, affectionately known by those around here as The Star.
2: Meanwhile, Sony and the Lego family are investing $2 billion in Epic Games. The Fortnite creator says the deal involves a billion-dollar investment from each company. The news follows a recent announcement of a partnership by Epic and Lego to co-develop a family-friendly metaverse for kids.
1: Yeah, just what every family needs. More screen time. I actually don't know who any of these people are. Do you have any idea who any of these people are?
2: No. Oh, those are probably... Mm. Oh, what we're doing for those of you not watching is oh, sorry, looking at yes. those are the Fortnite characters.
1: I know that. It's got a big fort. Okay, if you're not, that's if you're I listening know. on our oh. podcast, you have to watch this on YouTube at optionsplayers.com. But we've got all these characters, and I guess I'm not a cool enough mom because, I don't- oh, that's Dr. Strange, obviously. Hello, that's Dr. Strange because it's Marvel.
2: Today's pro tip is brought to you by optionsplayers.com don't challenge the market. I sound like Zeus, right? Well, that sounds simple. Well, it's hard for most. So remember this tip. The market does not care about how much you made last session or how well the ticker you're trading is doing from a financial standpoint. The market will move hard and fast on a new story or a sector rotation. So when the market as a whole is contrasting your plan, you need to take your trade down and reevaluate. Is that Taylor Swift? You need to calm down. Holding and believing you can beat the market will result in a beating that you will not be happy about.
1: Who's happy about any beating?
2: Mm, Taylor a Swift does. She'd write a heroes. love song about it. Yeah. Or a breakup song. <laughs> Don't let your pride get in the way of your profit and loss sheet. Hope this reminder helps and you need to calm down.
1: Okay, y'all know this is what I like. This is where we get to hear from you. You can hit us up on social media at What's Next Wall Street. Comment on our YouTube page. We always reply, and we want to know what you're thinking about. So you can email us at www.optionsplayers.com. This first email comes from Hunter West of Dallas. I like that name, Hunter. He asks, what are some common practices that professional traders use to keep their emotions in check during volatile market conditions? Well, I can't answer this I one because Taylor Swift. I suck at this. So, Greg, <laughs> you know, it seems like, Greg, it seems like nothing ever gets to you. What is your secret? And I'm not referring to your secret sauce this time.
3: Well, um, yeah, I mean, you got to understand. I think the one thing, um, I, you don't have to be a professional, but you have to understand you're going to lose. All right, you, I mean, you can't win always or you know, even the best of us, if we won 90% of the time, every time, we would all be trillionaires, right? Because we would just bet everything and then win 90% of the time sooner they would be trillionaires. It's not going to happen. You're going to lose, and you can win every trade you make for two years and think you're the best thing on the planet. And the next year, you're, you lose everything, all right? Uh, everybody's kind of been there. So you just can't let it get to you. Um, just, I don't know, don't let your successes bring you down in the end, right? Um, but most professional traders have something called a boss, all right? That boss requires them. They only give them a certain amount of money to trade, but they require them to keep a certain beta or, um, a risk to the market. All right. So they can't go out and just trade crazy versus, you know, on something that has a strong, uh, beta. So they kind of make it where, you know, if you want to trade something over here long, you got to have something that back it up if the market goes down over here. Uh, So they keep them in check. Um, If not, you have algorithms and things like that. For professional traders and maybe at the home and whatnot, everybody has their their different methods. I can't speak for that. I think a good way that I look at trading and to keep emotions out of it is think about it like a coder would think of something. Um, I had a a guy that uh, taught me how to code uh, initially. And he was like, Coding is difficult because, you know, can you explain how to make a peanut butter sandwich to your kid? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty simple. You know, go get some bread, get peanut butter, put peanut butter on bread. That sounds simple, but if you try to code making a peanut butter sandwich, you better tell it to get the bread out, open every little thing, get the knife, put it on it. And every little aspect better be there, right? So you need to make like a flow chart. Um, So that flow chart can be, is the price where I want it to be, yes or no? Yes, move on to the next one. Yes or no, move on to the next one. And then build your plan out that way. That way you can clearly look at it from a, I guess a systematic way to look at it versus, oh, I think this looks good. You know, this is a pretty chart. You know, uh, it's got some butterfly wings on it or whatnot. (laughs) And then you buy it. Um, So have something written down on your plan. Yes and no is, is a really easy way. And then maybe later on, you find a very good strategy and you want to make an algorithm out of it. You already have the flow chart. You probably don't know how to code. Now you can just take that flow chart, hand it to a person and say, hey, make this into a trading strategy for me. And then you don't ever have to watch it. They can simply code that for you and just hit a button and you can you know, go on vacation to Gatlinburg and make where, money. Where
1: are these people that you speak of? Can I, how do I find them?
3: Um, what people, are like coding people? Yes. <laughs> um, Gatlinburgians. They're all over yes. the place. Um, <laughs> And just ask; someone knows how to code. Uh, they're go. all over the hey. internet. Uh, you can find them. Every eight-year-old in a foreign country knows how to code. Just pop on Fiverr and be like, "Hey, here's my flowchart. Can you write this in Python?" Wow! Like, yeah. That, that'll cost twenty-five like, dollars.
1: Yeah, cool. you're right.
2: Hey, Georgia and listener and viewers, I just figured out what Greg's secret sauce is. Tell me. He, when he's talking about the peanut butter sandwich, he did not mention jelly. Jelly,
1: never yep. said jelly. Yep. Yeah. Secret sauce. Right there with you. Woo! <laughs>
3: That's right. not it. My kid doesn't eat jelly and all he eats is peanut butter and chicken nuggets, I think. So, you know, <laughs>
2: okay. together? That's though. weird. This email coming <laughs> up is from Mike B of optionsplayers.com. com. a member question. I like that. Thanks for being a member. He asked, with established names like Netflix behaving like meme stocks, and that's from last week's episode 37% drop in a single day. Tune into last week's show to hear that one. And, IV remaining consistently high these past weeks, what options strategies are recommended at this point? Should we be trading commons and are selling premium cash, which means secured puts or covered calls, to capitalize on this current market environment and reduce our risks? Well, last week I said I was going to buy and hold Netflix, but Greg, what say you?
3: Yeah, I mean, there's really, if you think it's going to go up, right, and you just buy it, and okay, if it goes up to $290, you make 60 bucks or something like that. That's fine. But now you can purchase, uh, you know, uh, cash-secured puts, even in an IRA, but uh, those cash-secured puts means you're selling puts, but you got to put up all the cash to buy them at the strike that you want to sell them at. So just say you go up and you sell 250s, whatever, you're going to get a monster amount of credit for that. So uh, I I don't want to say, hey, you should go out and get cash secured puts here or there. You need to understand what you're doing first. Talk to your financial advisor or tell him what you want to do. And he can usually come up with a solid plan. Uh, But normally every year when I rotate my long term holds out, I always use cash uh, cash secured puts to acquire them. And then I usually use um, covered calls once I do acquire those shares, if I do. Um, uh, to gain more premium. I'm always short a call on a long stock or I'm trying to get something by cash secure puts. And with this high um, IV, I would have to look it up right now, but um, you're probably talking getting $40, 50 discount on a stock. Now, if it runs too high, I understand that's not going, you're not going to make as much. So essentially you're locking in almost guaranteed profit or at least you won't lose as much guaranteed. You're not going to lose as much, um, versus not as much rip, not taking as much profit in the end. Um, and I think that's a smart thing to do. Uh, when I'm looking long-term, I'm not trying to make 30, 40%. I'm trying, if I can make 20% every year, you know, I'm beating the market and I'm beating basically 99% of every hedge fund out there. So I'm happy. Okay. Those so, are good
2: tips for yeah. leverage. Thanks, Greg. So if you have a question, we can answer it, or find someone like Greg who can. Hit us up on social media at what's next wall street in the comments section of our YouTube page. That's another way. Or you can email us to w at optionsplayers.com with your questions. Hey G. What? Do you tell your best friend everything? And I mean everything.
1: Yes she knows where the bodies are buried. And, and when I tell you they're everywhere, Dave,
2: everywhere. Oh my gosh. Well, wasn't really going that far oh, right, into this right. deep abyss, but think about what your iPhone knows about you. It knows where you live, who you call, if you're still doing that, but more likely who you message, what you say to them, what photos you take, your bank account balances, and every single email and attachment that comes in and out of your phone. Now, That's a lot of knowledge that's specific to you, and I bet it's more than even your best friend knows.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Well, with Tim Cook testifying that he doesn't want a backdoor added to the iPhone for government snooping because it can be abused by third parties and the lack of sideloading, he's absolutely right. In fact, the top developers from Israel, many came from the 8200 Military Hacking Group, have created a company, NSO, to do exactly that take a copy of your phone and send it to their servers. Now, this is a company that's supposed to only sell software to governments. But from those sales, who knows who gets access to the tools once it's sold.
1: Right.
2: Now, thanks to US sanctions, they're having difficulty selling their software to some countries, even France, because their software is found to be targeted at citizens and global leaders who should not have been snooped upon. And this story hasn't stopped as several leaders in the EU were targeted and Apple alerted them to this. Now, I bet the Middle Eastern governments that found the below the belt photos of Jeff Bezos and used that to blackmail him or, use, or for using negative stories coming out of the Washington mm-hmm. Post probably used the yes, same software. Yes, absolutely. Right, it makes sense. But look, with new technology like emojis and even web page previews within iMessage comes code that gets complex and sometimes sloppy. Now, Apple had to introduce a protected sandbox inside of iMessage because of the exploits used within that app to send a message to a phone. A user didn't even need to click on a link in order for your phone to be compromised by the NSO software. Crazy. crazy. So the data is collected by governments or government operatives. It's come a long way from the Watergate scandal of 1972. That's when four former Cubans tied to the CIA activities against Fidel Castro, And another member, turns out he was the security chief of the committee to re-elect the president, or as known as C-R-E-E-P, funny, (laughs) broke into the hotel room of the Democratic National Convention to snoop around for documents. A year later at trial, then President Nixon was found to have ordered prior wiretapping and even hired the team to do this and wanted it all covered up. I mean, he disavowed that he knew any of this peeping and faced with impeachment, he was the only U.S. president to resign. Now look, the U.S. has post-9-11 laws from the Patriot Act for legal government wiretapping, and many other wiretapping details get published alongside other bills, even the latest pandemic spending bills. You can read tons of stories about this, and even the AT&T Mystery Room, which made a copy of all the traffic going through the Maywest peering point in San Francisco through a device that was used to pinch fiber optic cables like a clothespin and silently copy all the unencrypted traffic going through it. Cray. I mean, this blows my mind. That's great. So what do we do? Yeah,
1: what well, do we do?
2: The laws are like Swiss cheese. You know this. They're a moving target. And the EFF.org is working to help identify those and go after them. Now, Snowden did his work as a snoop, and then he turned by showing us what was able to be done with the trove of data tools by exposing them. You need to keep up with your updates as a user on your iPhone with always updating iOS because Apple's continuously closing these software loopholes. I guess the one thing to know is this, you're probably not important enough to be a target for these types of operations. And the other thing is, if your phone is really hot when the screen is dark or if the battery dies in a third of the time that it used to, then you may have something going on in the Ah. background that's taking your data to some server in the cloud. You may want to close all your apps, shut down the phone and turn it on again. If the same thing happens, meaning it gets hot again, then you may want a new phone. And send that old phone to a hacker to sniff around behind the scenes because you can see a breadcrumb trail of what these utilities are doing.
1: Wow, very interesting. So one of my favorite companies is Shopify. I'm not talking investment wise yet, Well, not right now. I'm talking the actual opposite of investing because I use Shopify literally every day for my trivial and pitiful shopping habits. But Shopify, like a lot of other companies, recently announced a 10 to 1 split of its Class A and B stock in an effort to make them more attractive to investors, okay? Now, I'm a Shopify fan, not just because it makes shopping easy, but also because, you know me, I'm into a good origin story. So, Toby Luca is the CEO and co-founder of Shopify, which went public back in 2015. But here's the story. So Toby knew how to code when he was 12 years old. Amazing. When did you learn to code?
2: About the same, but I quit by 17 because I figured out you're not going to Find any dates if you're coding.
1: Okay. Well, he left school at 16 for a computer programming apprenticeship. Oops. Then, and so then he and his buddy uh, tried to open an online snowboard shop but couldn't find good software. This is how Shopify was born out of necessity. I know, Dave, you love this because it's like a Marvel. Backstory for geeks, right? Okay, so back to the split. He probably so, has
2: 19 girlfriends now. Right,
1: right. So I think rich. No, he's married. He's married he's when like kid. Yeah. So <laughs> when I think of this logically, I think here's a pie. You split the pie and there's less pieces of that pie. So why does the stock go up when there are more pieces of the pie? There are less. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but it's like it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. You know what I mean? So help me with this, Craig. I hope I explained that right.
3: Um, I guess you could say the, don't think of it as a stock price. Okay. Okay. Think of it as market cap of the stock. Um, so you have a 12 inch pizza. Okay. Your husband makes it eight slices, right? But you know, everybody, and you have four people in your house, everybody gets a quarter, but your kid, your youngest is just too small to eat those big slices. So you cut them a little bit more. It's still a quarter of the pizza. Is just more slices. So when you break it in, it's still the same amount of pizza, it's just more. Now, the price going up, well, first off, during the split, the 10 for one, or was it 10 for one? Yeah. You're giving up 10 and only getting one back, all right? Or or you're giving one and you're getting 10 back. So it's going to drop the price. But then the price can go up. Um, So really, the price doesn't change at all. Now, afterwards, there are some effects when people do splits and you get more shares. Um, That's because, really, easier, more
2: people can afford it. Like, think about Amazon. It's, yeah, what, thirty dollars so 3100
3: right? So, maybe you want to go buy one share. Or I want to put it into my retirement account, but I only want to buy 100 shares so I can trade options against them, right? So, I can't buy 100 shares of Amazon that cost me, I don't know what Amazon's at today, but thousands of dollars, it's going to cost me a hundred thousand, like 3,000. No yeah. And, but now if it was $200, I could buy a hundred of those and then use some options to trade around. So even I'm limited on which ones I can trade. I want everything to be a little bit cheaper. And I think that's how Apple did theirs when they did their split, you know, you get out of that retail area where people can, you know, trade options on them to acquire or to get, you know, put them in their IRAs, uh, or whatever, uh, you know, portfolio they want to put in, them. um, you know, it gets a smarter one of uh, smart investors. Aren't going to just, I'm just going to bother hit a button. They're going to look for some hedge, um, and lower in a certain area that is very good. And it's, you'll usually see it in that 50 to $300 range is normally where uh, most companies want to stay. But then you also have people that do splits. Um, and they do them reverse, so you know they'll give you one share for every ten you have, right? Reverse split, and they'll do that so they actually make the price higher uh, of the of the stock, and that's so they meet the requirements set by NASDAQ or their, or whatever's holding it, so they don't get delisted. And that's but the most reverse the times split. When they split reverse
2: yeah. splits, you got to know they're on their way down generally. But yeah, the, the
3: you can use forward splits straight down. down. Hey,
2: Georgia, uh, but does that teleprompter guy ever come in and smack his hand down on the table and grab a slice of that pizza?
1: Yes, he always does. <laughs> he always does. <laughs> thank you, Hey, Greg. we want to thank
2: lead instructor at Options Players, Greg Krauss, for being here with us today.
1: Yes, always such a wealth of knowledge. Now, remember, if you've got questions, we can try to help you answer them, or we'll just make Greg do it. And we want to hear from y'all, uh, so email us at www.optionsplayers.com or hit us up on social media at What's Next Wall Street.
2: You can of course catch up on prior episodes of What's Next Wall Street on the Options Players YouTube channel, or even watch this show. Pretty good looking, I guess, I don't know. Right. Somewhat yeah. smarter yeah. than we are good okay. looking. At. Or if you just want to listen to us, find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now make sure you subscribe and hit the alert button so you get current training info as soon as it drops. I'm Dave Matthews.
1: And I'm George Alfredis. We will see you next time on What's Next What's Wall Street. Next Wall Street. You have to say it with me if you're gonna say it with uh. me.